A goal without a plan is just a dream. And I don't know about you, CEO, but I'm not here to dream. I'm here to start big, life-altering plans and slay all day. So let's go, baby. Hey there, CEOs. You're listening to the Wedding Pro CEO Podcast, and I'm your host, Brandi Garr. I'm a wedding pro just like you who's built one of the largest planning firms in Orlando, Florida. But it wasn't that long ago when that success came with long days, sleepless nights, and little to no pay. Fast forward to today where I have a business that I've always dreamed of, a killer team, steady profit, and weekends with my family. Over the past three years, I've taught more than a thousand wedding pros how to do the same. My mission is to help you, the wedding industry entrepreneur, to build a profitable wedding business that you actually love. If you're ready to stop dreaming and start slaying, today's episode is just for you. So let's get into it. So the other day I was scrolling on TikTok and I came across this video for something called the Big Ass Calendar. That's actually the name of the product. It's the Big Ass Calendar. And the reason I stopped on this video in particular was because... My husband keeps showing me this wall in our office, and he keeps saying, I want to turn this entire wall into whiteboard so that we can brainstorm and we can put everything up on the wall at once. And he really is extremely visual when it comes to seeing a big, like a a big year at a glance, right? And so what's interesting is that I'm obsessed with Google Calendar or really any digital calendar, but I really like to be completely digital. I don't want to have anything to do with a paper calendar, but he has even gone as far as this little whiteboard that we have in another part of our house. He keeps every single month, he writes out the month and he like puts important dates on it on a whiteboard. So I know this is important to him that he needs to visualize it. He needs to be able to see that calendar as a whole. So it made me stop on this video in particular because I was like, this Calendar is huge, first of all. And second of all, it's the whole year at a glance. So it's not just like month by month or a quarter, but it's the entire year. And the creator of the calendar was talking about how he uses it very specifically. So I start looking at the comments because I'm like, I'm just going to buy this for my husband, right? That was the initial intent was I'm just going to buy this for my husband. But in the comments, they were talking about how the creator of this calendar has a YouTube channel and how he actually has lots of YouTube videos on how to best use the calendar. So I was like, okay, well, if I'm going to buy this calendar, then I'd like to understand what's the big deal about it as well. Like my Husband would like it just simply because he can see the entire year at a glance, but there has to be something to this. Like if it's got this much TikTok traction and he's got a whole YouTube channel dedicated to this calendar, there has to be something behind it, right? So I'm in my room and I pull up YouTube and I find his YouTube channel. Well, the very first YouTube that I start watching, he's introduces himself and he's like, hi, I'm Jerry Itzler. And he starts talking about what he does and how many business exits that he's had and, you know, his life. And I'm like, wow, this guy's like legit. He's like super legit. Then he says, and my wife, Sarah, is the creator of Spanx. And I'm like, wait a second, back up, rewind the tape, right? I'm literally sitting there like, what is happening? I'm obsessed with Sarah Blakely. I think she's incredible. I think she's amazing. Um, She's so down to earth and she's created a billion dollar brand out of just like her apartment, right? And so I'm obsessed with her. I'm sure lots of you are as well. But when he said that, I immediately paused and went to look them up because I was like, is this guy for real? Yes, he is for real. So he is actually Sarah Blakely's husband and he's the creator of this big ass calendar in 
addition to lots and lots of other businesses that he's created and exited in his lifetime, right? So now I'm like totally bought in because I'm like, wait a second. Now I love her. And if she loves you, then I must love you by proxy, right? So I start watching the rest of the video and I become immediately obsessed with the way that he talks about building out your year. And so I do a goal setting episode every single year on the podcast. It was funny that this came like literally the day before I was getting ready to record this episode right here. The reason that I loved this episode so much that I was watching for him is because he talks about setting your goals to a plan. And every single year when I'm teaching goals, either here on this podcast or we dive deep into it with my accelerator students every single January, a lot of the things that I'm helping them work through is that you can't just write down a set of goals and then put it in a drawer somewhere. Or even, you can't even just put it next to your computer because it will become something you see so often that you're not doing anything about that it just becomes another thing on your desk. So even if you can see them every day, if you don't have a plan for them, they just become like this pipe dream, right? It's also why I'm very, very against vision boards. I do not like vision boards. I have a whole episode about it from last year that says throw out the vision board. I, I think that anytime you make goals that have no plan to them, they're just kind of like this thing you dream about, it, it that's what it stays. It stays a dream instead of something that you take action and actually implement. And I'm very, very passionate about this. So as I'm watching Jerry describe how he lays out his year, I was so intrigued by it because he puts every single thing that he's going to do that year onto this calendar with the most important things first. And that's what struck me the most because what I tend to do is write out my business goals and put those on the calendar. And then I start to kind of like, then I start putting in personal things or other smaller goals that I want to work on. And what he talks about is that work will always happen. Work will always be there, right? Work is going to make its way in because it's the way that you live your life, right? It just is going to make its way in. You have to plan for the most important things first. Those things have to get onto the calendar first so that everything else can work around those. It's kind of like, I don't know if you guys remember, if you've ever seen uh, like a science teacher or a motivational speaker that's talking about when you have a bunch of rocks and a bunch of sand and a bunch of water, right? And you're trying to fit all of it into one vessel, If you put the water in first or you put the sand in first, the other two don't fit. But if you put the rocks in first, which are really your most important things, those rocks are the things that you have to do, that you want to do, that are the most important things to your life. If you you put those in first, the sand will fall in around it and the water will fall in around it. So everything fits when you put the most important things in first. And as entrepreneurs, we don't do this. I know that I'm often guilty of it as well. I have very, very strict boundaries with my time. But my problem is at at a whole year, I don't always do that well. I'll give you an example. Last year, I was terrible at this to the point that my husband, who's never booked a vacation for us in his entire life ever, he's not the planner in our family. That's no slight to him. It's just not his thing. He realized in like, June, that we had no intentions of taking a family vacation. And he knows that this is something that's so, so, so important to me. But my year really wasn't planned from the beginning. We didn't put that vacation on the calendar right from the beginning of the year. And life, 
right? Like just life happened to me. We had a lot that happened last year. I lost my father. We had a big house renovation that went completely rogue that took way longer than it should have. We had the summit. We had lots and lots of things that got in the way of this one really, really important thing to me. And so he realized that we hadn't had a family vacation planned. So he was like, the summer's going to be gone and she is going to regret it for the rest of the year, which is just how my brain works. I'll be like, I can't believe I let it go, blah, blah, blah. And so he actually ended up planning this cruise for us. And it was wonderful once it happened. But had I planned for it ahead of time, we would have put it in a much better spot in the summer. It was the last week of summer. It was absolute chaos. We came straight back to school and me flying out for a speaking gig and just all these things. But it was the only week still left available and it wasn't ideal. So we wedged it in instead of planning from the beginning what was most important to us and our family. So that's really what I want to talk about in this episode is that when you set your goals, right? So we're going to we're gonna do this as the way that I set goals every single year, but we're actually going to put them on the calendar. We're actually going to make a plan to achieve each of these goals. And I'm having a blast because I'm going through this deep with my accelerator students over in my accelerator mastermind. I love, love, love goal setting. I love getting in deep with my students to really help them to understand like, how are you going to accomplish this? Can you accomplish this? What are the tasks that you need to put on the calendar to make sure that you accomplish it, right? So if you're interested in joining the accelerator, you can always drop down into the link in the show notes below. The doors are open. I'd love to have you over in the accelerator with us to work through this in a deep dive, but I really am excited to walk through exactly what we're doing and what I've done in my businesses to make sure that we are going to slay these goals this year. Okay. All right. So the first thing that I want you to know is that we are going to set three goals. I do not think that you should ever have more than five at an absolute max, but three is a sweet spot for me. And the reason I say three is because you can have many goals within each one, but you want to have three overarching goals. And the three goals that I have my students set are one personal goal, one business goal, and one revenue goal, okay? So we're gonna have those three goals as we go into this goal-setting exercise. There's a couple things that I want you to know about these three big goals that you have for your year. The first thing, and I'm gonna say this over and over throughout this episode because it's so important, is that your goals need to be smart. They need to be specific. They need to be measurable, they need to be attainable, they need to be realistic, and they need to be timely. That is so important. And I see people all the time that set a goal that says something like, I want to make more money, or I want to spend less time in my business. Those aren't measurable in any way whatsoever. They're not specific. They're not timely, right? So every goal we're going to set, these three goals we're going to set are going to be smart. They're going to make sure that they line up with this smart, specific, measurable, attainable, realistic and timely, okay? So we're gonna make sure we do that. The second thing I want you to know is that these three goals are year-defining, okay? Um, Jerry talks about this a little bit as well in his videos and the way that he puts things on his calendar, but he always talks about what is the thing that will make you look back on that year and say, oh, that year I did X. Now, I did this exercise with my husband. I said, I want to know for 2024, 
what do you want to be like one year defining goal for you? What would you want that to be? And it was so funny because me immediately, I define all of our years by the vacation that we took. I don't know why vacation and travel is so important to me and getting away from the house and getting out of our routine with our kids and making memories. It's so important to me. So pretty much every year for at least the last five years, I describe by the vacation we took. Now he does not, my husband travel is not a high priority for him, but he knows it is for me. So he's excited and he makes it very important for our family. But his is more about the business. His is more like what business goals are we achieving, right? And of course we want to have both. But when I just think about my year, the thing I think about is our trip. But when you're thinking about these three goals, I want you to think about how would they define your year, right? Some of the things that I want you to think about are like the year we hit our first six figures, right? Or the year we hit half a million dollars in revenue, right? Those are some great big picture goals. It could be the year you hired your first team member. That could be a really, really great one. Or the year that we bought a venue, right? I know I have several students in my program that are buying a venue right now. And I'm like, yes, I love this. So maybe the year that we bought a venue, maybe the year that we bought our first house or we bought a new house or the year that we had a baby. Like there's so many things. But I want you to think about it. When you're thinking about these three goals, one personal goal, one business goal, one revenue goal, make it so that that could describe the year for you, right? The revenue goal could be the year we hit half a million and the personal goal could be the year that we had a baby, right? That's how I want you to really be thinking about it, okay? So they're year-defining goals. Okay, are you guys ready to get into it? Also, I've linked the big-ass calendar. Listen, again, I can't believe I keep saying that over and over in this episode, but I've linked it down in the show notes below. So if you want to grab one, you can link right over to it and you can grab one yourself. I did buy one. I can't wait for it to get here so that I can start putting everything on it. I've already started making scratch notes of where I'm going to put what on the calendar. But if you want to get one and you want to use the same method, you can do it there, but you can do it on any kind of calendar. It's completely up to you. Okay. So the personal goes in first. Remember, we want to put those rocks in first. If you put work in first, the rocks may not fit, right? So we're going to put the big things in first. So personal is the first thing to go on the calendar. So what is the one big personal goal that you have for this year? It could be a big trip like me, right? We're putting our big trip on the calendar right away. And one of the things to note about this is that you don't have to know where you're going yet, okay? Right now, we're just blocking the time off so that we've got that time put aside and we're not going to let anything interfere with it especially as a wedding pro, you guys know if you don't have that time off already blocked on the calendar, you're going to get an inquiry for a date that you just kind of have in your head and you're going to book it and then you're going to be sad that you never ended up having time to take that big trip, right? So if you have a big trip planned or if you have any kind of vacation planned, I want you to get those dates on the calendar first. Could also be something like you're going to run a marathon this year. Like that could be really cool. What is the date of that, right? So get that on the calendar. And then if you have any big trainings that you have to do, make sure you get those on the calendar. Um, If you have mini vacations, you can do lots of tiny vacations. Get those on the calendar. Jerry talks about having one every eight weeks. He does a mini trip every eight weeks. Great. If that's something that you want to do, I encourage you to do it. Okay, the other things that I'm putting on my calendar first are going to be like my kids' dates that they're out of school. I cannot stand having calls when my kids are out of school. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. 
So I want to make sure I have spring break on the calendar. I want to make sure I have any long weekends on the calendar, summer vacation, all of those things I want to have on the calendar. I also want to have things like birthdays, holiday time off, um, time off after your big wedding season, right? This is so important. After a big wedding season, I would highly encourage you, if you are able to put like a two-day mini vacation on the calendar for you and your kids, even if you stay local, make that a little win for all of you that they were able to support you while you're in busy season and that you made it through busy season, right? This is something that I highly encourage you to do. So those are the things that I really want you to be thinking about. What's gonna go on the calendar first? Personal things first. All of those personal things, get them on the calendar and block them off, both on your electronic calendar so you don't accidentally let people book into your calendar and on your big wall calendar, okay? One tip that I want to give you is to really create very, very, very specific boundaries around your time off, okay? So what happens is we put this time off, but then somebody calls and says, hey, I was hoping that maybe I could get a call with you earlier than it says your calendar is open. Or I was hoping that you could meet me on Friday at two. If you don't hold those strong boundaries that you already have set for yourself, you're just gonna let your time float away from you. And I don't want that for you. I want you to create very specific boundaries around your time that work for you and your family because I promise you, I've been down this road, I've done it for 16 years, I promise you that you can still get all of your work done while creating these healthy boundaries for yourself. And the boundaries can look different for all of us. For me, it's that I do not take any calls whatsoever for any reason at all on Mondays and Fridays. Now, when I say that, one of the things I want to clarify is those days are for me to get work done, okay? So on Mondays, sometimes I do take calls from my coach, my business coach, right? Or I meet with our accountant, our bookkeeper on those days because that's my CEO day. That's not an off day. It's just a day where I'm not showing up as the coach. I'm not showing up as the business leader. This is a day where I'm being coached. I'm being poured into. I am learning. I am working on the business. And so meeting with my bookkeeper, meeting with my business coach, those are things that I try to do on Mondays, okay? And then on Fridays, that's actually a day that I keep open as a swing day for things like taking my girls out to breakfast or going out to breakfast with my husband, going to lunch with one of my kids or a friend, catching up. If I had a crazy week and I need to catch up, I can do that on Fridays and I know I don't have any calls. The only call I take on Fridays is my coach's accountability call, which is once a month and it's my group that I am in with four other coaches in the wedding industry. And we all kind of just like help each other, coach each other, talk about what's going on. And um, I always take that call. These are the things I want you to really be mindful of is what are the boundaries I'm going to set? The other boundary that I have set is that my calendar is not open after 3 p.m. And I know that sounds early, but It's not that I don't work past 3 p.m. Lord knows my kids can tell you I definitely work past 3 p.m., but I don't take calls after that time because the idea is that if I can wrap up my calls by 3, then I have a couple of hours to just kind of reset, make sure I've got all my to-dos done, wrap up the day, and I don't feel like I'm going into the next day with all of the to-dos from today, right? So those are some boundaries that I have set for myself. You choose the boundaries that work for you, but this is so important to hold strong to those boundaries, okay? 
All right, so the next one is going to be the revenue goal. And the reason I do the revenue goal before the business goal is because your business goal is really going to be based off of what your revenue goal is. So your revenue goal is next because this is the goal that will drive your business goal, right? Depending on what your revenue goal is, it's going to tell you whether you need to hire new team members, if you need different software, anything like that. So we want to set this revenue goal first. There's lots and lots to this. The very first thing I want you to do is I want you to just go pull all past data. I want you to know how much revenue you did last year and the year before to really be able to make an educated decision on how much revenue you're going to do this year. But I really want to make sure that, again, that this is a SMART goal. I want it to be specific. I want it to be measurable, okay, which most revenue goals are measurable just because of what they are, right? I want to make $100,000, right? I want them to be attainable. So I don't want you to say something like, I want to make, you know, $100,000 if you haven't even made 10 or 20 this year, right? Okay, so I want it to be attainable. I want it to be something that you can actually get. I want it to be realistic. Realistic and attainable are are similar. And then I want it to be timely. I want it to say, by what time am I gonna make this revenue goal? Typically, it's by the end of the year, right? So what's gonna go on the calendar for your revenue goal? Well, your revenue goal, there's tasks that have to be done to meet that revenue goal, right? Some of those things might be that you're gonna do a bridal show. So you wanna start, or several bridal shows, you want to start looking at what the bridal show date are and you want to get those on your calendar. You want to get those blocked off so you don't accidentally book a wedding over a major bridal show date. You also want to get networking events on the calendar or you want to get engagement season up on the calendar so that you've got it blocked off and you can start prepping for it. You also want to have your sales goals on the calendar. I am a massive fan of sales goals. So every single month, I want to see what is our sales goal for that month and how are we reaching it, right? Because I want to look at it. I want to keep looking at it every single month. So those are some of the things that you're going to put on your calendar to hit your revenue goal. You can't just put a revenue goal for the whole year on your calendar. You won't meet it. It will feel like you're eating an elephant. If you have a revenue goal of $300,000 for the year and you that's double your revenue, that's very, very attainable. I see people inside my accelerator all the time that double their revenue, but it will feel like you're eating an elephant. You want to break that down into small monthly goals. How much do you need to make each month so that every single month you can see, like, how am I pacing towards my overall goal? How am I pacing towards my overall goal? And it's a lot easier to hit a $30,000 a month than to try to be reaching for $300,000, right? So I want to make sure that that's really, really mindful that you're putting those things on the calendar so that as you go throughout the year, you're slaying those goals every single month, okay? All right, and then our last one is gonna be our business goal. So your business goal, remember, it needs to be smart. It needs to be specific. It needs to be measurable. It needs to be attainable, realistic, and timely. So here's a couple of things that might fall under a business goal. One is rebranding. I have so many wedding pros that I talk to that are like, I'm going through a big rebrand. And they kind of shot from the hip when they decided to do it. And I'm not gonna lie, I've done that before too. But what happens is it's usually coming from a place of like, I'm not getting enough leads, so I'm gonna rebrand. Or I feel like I just don't like my website anymore, so I'm gonna rebrand. And a rebrand is a significant investment of time and money into your business. Even if you're hiring it out, which you should definitely hire out a rebrand, you're going to have to spend a lot of time on all of the worksheets and things like that for your person that you're working with to make sure that they have the right direction. So it's a lot of time and it's a lot of money, and you wanna make sure you're doing it in the right season. So you also want to make sure you're doing it with a level head. I don't want you to just do it because you're irritated with how the year is going 
going so far. So right here in the beginning of the year, if you're looking at all of your brand and you're like, I know I'm going to do a rebrand this year, I want you to put that on the calendar. I want you to set aside the money in your budget. And I also want you to set aside the time on your calendar to do it. Rebranding takes anywhere from two to six months, depending on who you're working with. So it's a significant amount of time. And I want you to make sure you put that on the calendar when you're going to have time to focus on it so that you can really do it well. Another business goal might be hiring. You might need to hire a new team member or a new VA, a new OBM, whatever it is that you need to bring into your business. I really want you to be mindful about what that is and when you're going to do it. So I want you to put that on the calendar so that we can then work backwards with your tasks that need to get done. These are all great business goals, but they all have to lead into what that revenue goal is, right? What do you need in your business to hit that revenue goal. And so that's how you define your business goal. Okay, so what is great about this is now that you've set these three goals, these are gonna be your big things. These are gonna be your rocks that you're putting onto the calendar first. Now you can start working all the other stuff in around it, right? Like you can work in little things like a team retreat or a team meeting. You can work in weddings that you're taking on, different things that you're gonna be going to this year. You can work all that in around these big rocks, your three big year-defining goals. But the nice thing is that now you've got those year-defining goals already set out. And if any of these big, big goals have little tasks that need to be done as well, which I'm sure that they do, you can get those on the calendar too. The most important thing is that you've got your year at a glance set out in front of you so that you can say, yes, I have my year ready to go. I know it's going to be a killer year and I'm going to hit these goals that I've set for myself because they're already on my calendar. This is so, so important. You guys, I'm diving into all of this with my Accelerator students. We are going deep into their goals. We are going deep into their plans all month long. If you're interested in joining the Accelerator, I just want to invite you one more time to drop down to the show notes below, hit that link, and join us. You get immediate access into the Accelerator group. You get the community. You get the live coaching calls. You get myself and Katie and Allison and Danielle all at your fingertips to help you to build this profitable business, and I want to be part of that with you, so make sure that you join the Accelerator if you're interested in slaying 2024, and as always, CEOs, I love coming to you every single week with strategy to help you grow and scale your profitable wedding business. If you love this show, we would appreciate it so much if you would just take a few seconds to rate and review this podcast wherever you're listening to it. It helps us so much to get your reviews, to read them, to see what's resonating with you. And it helps other wedding pros that are looking for a great podcast to help them level up their business to know that this is one that can absolutely help them with the tools and strategies they need to do that. You guys, thank you so much for being here and I will see you next time. Hey there, wedding pro. Are you feeling overwhelmed, burned out, and wondering how you will ever pay yourself an actual salary from this business you're building? I get it. I'm a wedding pro just like you. I sat in this season of overwhelm and no pay for way too long. Now I own one of the largest planning firms in Orlando, Florida, while doing less than five weddings myself each year. And yeah, I pay myself a full-time salary too. And I'm not alone. Hundreds of other wedding pros just like you have gone from overwhelmed pro to confident CEO by using the proven strategies I teach inside the Wedding Pro CEO Accelerator. 
I tell Brandy all the time how grateful I am for her. Before joining with her, I thought I was successful and I was successful, but I was working 24 seven, barely making a profit. Now, over a year later working with her, it's just been life changing. We have our Monday calls. I voice text with other wedding planners all over the nation. And it's helpful just to have someone that's done what we're trying to do. And that is what the CEO Accelerator Group has helped and taught me to do. Inside the Accelerator, you get lifetime access to the six step-by-step modules that walk you through the pillars of a profitable wedding business. The financial services spreadsheet that Brandy gives you as a part of the Accelerator is worth the price of the Accelerator alone. If you need clarity on finances, your budget, if you can hire, if you can even pay the people that you have hired, go get the Accelerator because that spreadsheet gave me the knowledge and power to make the decisions to continue hiring and growing my team in the way that I want to. But what good is all of this knowledge without accountability, community, and of course, a place to ask your most burning questions? When you join the Wedding Pro CEO Accelerator, you also get six months inside our live coaching membership. It literally has changed the way I do business. It has changed the way I view things. It has changed the way that I manage things. It is totally amazing to be able to sit with CEOs that have been through what I've been through, have been through the trenches and can give me the insight as to how they got through it. It doesn't feel like, oh my gosh, I'm the only person on the planet who feels this way. No, there's tons of other CEOs that feel the same way I do. And we can talk about it, think through it and we can learn. It is absolutely amazing. And if you're thinking about it, you should do it. The Wedding Pro CEO Accelerator is the best of a course, a membership, and a group coaching community all in one. The group has been so supportive and has really kept me sane through the busiest season I've ever seen in my career. For that, I'm really thankful. Looking forward to the next year and all the things I have to learn to grow and scale my business and super excited for the next steps. Here's the thing. You can absolutely listen to this show every single week to get nuggets that will help you scale your business. And over the course of a few years of piecing together all of that free information, you could very likely grow a successful wedding business. Or you can join the Wedding Pros CEO Accelerator today to get the proven step-by-step roadmap you need to ditch the overwhelm, build maximum profit, and step into your role as confident CEO, all in just six short months. In 2021, we did 220,000 in revenue, which I was so excited about at the time. In 2022, where we sit now, our revenue came in around 560,000. Honestly, I attribute so much of that to really being able to grow. I actually no longer take on weddings myself. I'm really able to focus and be the CEO of my company. And that's come with a lot of guidance from the Accelerator Group, all of the other incredible CEOs in that program, bouncing ideas off of each other, asking for the help and hearing from other people and what's worked and what hasn't. Just click the link in the show notes below to learn more about the Wedding Pro CEO Accelerator and let's build your profitable wedding business together.